Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today, my guest is Cecilia Powers, mother of Ariel Powers of the Minnesota Lynx of the WNBA. We have a lot of things to talk about, so let's get Cecilia on the show. So let's go <laughs> back to where it all started. Was she always athletic? Yes, she was. She, um, she's. She didn't start with basketball, but she started so young. And, mm-hmm. you know, my husband, he was just like, it's his first child. So, he, you know, he want her to do everything, mm-hmm. you know. And um, she started, like, really, like, almost three, a, l- a little over two or something, plant bo- boxing. Nice. He taught her how to box. <laughs> And Amen. she's actually really good at it. I don't know why she doesn't let people know that because, you know, I have a video. I should sneak it out there. She probably, I had to ask her though. I don't want her to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but with basketball, when she picked the ball up, she was like three or four, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. in that age. And wow. she seemed to really like it really, really well. And then my husband started taking her to the courts and all that, just them two. And then one day she came back, him and her in, in the house sweating and all that. And I, I turned around and I said, where's your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> he had her out there playing with no shirt on. But, you know, she's a little baby, you know, but yeah, she seemed to really, really, really like it. And she started just going all the time, taking her basketball with her, her shoes, every her little, little pack she took with her everywhere we went, everywhere. Wow. So how important was it for her to play basketball at such a young age? Like, does she have really that basketball passion? Yes. She did. She had it. She had the passion. And then she started watching on television, watching the basketball games. Really her and her dad. That was their yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying basketball was really important to her as a young girl mm-hmm. moving up to high school. Mm-hmm. So let's say she attended the Detroit County Day High School. Detroit so- Country Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So well, tell us about that school and her time there and how her team achieved four consecutive regional champions. <laughs> she was there from ninth grade to 12th mm-hmm. for all her high school years. And she um, played every year and she, it was pretty good. It was really good. She, um, she didn't start her ninth grade. I forgot what year she started, mm-hmm. you know, on the team, but yeah. she, they had a great team. It was really yeah. good. And they coach, um, I can't even remember his name. I feel so bad. I can't, I know his face, but I can't remember. He's a great <laughs> coach. He's been there all those years. Right. I mean, so many years. I just can't remember his name at the moment. That's all right. <laughs> and they traveled, you know, they went out, they went a lot of places. It, it was pretty fun because, you know, during high school, you also do AAU. So it was a right, mixture. Okay. And um, her AAU team was pretty good, too. They were good. And um, it was they were called 
The first one was called the Crossovers. Okay. Um, that's a Detroit team. And um, the coach was Emez, which is a great guy. He honestly changed her position because mm. when she was in middle school and under, she was a point guard. Okay. But Emez changed her to a three, I guess that's mm-hmm. what it is. You know, I'm still yep. a little, that's I don't all really right. know. I just be watching. <laughs> <laughs> like a three and a four. Yep, the four. And, um, yep. So when he changed her to that position, it just brought out everything in her. I didn't even know she could play like that. And then, you yeah. know, she was able to get rebounds and, you know, she was really good at rebounding for sure. And right. um, it's just so many different things that she went through, you know, and then she was like, I'm like, what position do you play? Oh, I played a two today or a three or a four. Isn't it a five? I'm like, how many pos- <laughs> <laughs> how many roles do you have? All That's I know so is you funny. on the court. Even like the other day, I told her, look, you're going to have to put some blue in your hair or something. Everybody got buns. I don't know who you... <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> she used to wear colored shoes. Mm-hmm. So I would always know where she was. She would have on the red, some red shoes or some blue shoes or something like that. So I'm like, oh, there, that's like, I'm watching her on TV. Then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, there she is. You know, but you know, all y'all wearing y'all hair up and buns and stuff. I, do. I don't know who you are. I got to figure it out. I got to try <laughs> to figure the body size out or try to look at the number, you know, and she got a new number this year. They changed it. So oh, okay. You okay. had 23 for a very long yes. time. Yes. Yes. three. You know, it's so funny you say about um, finding your kid on the court. Now, I was always able to find my son. um, And I remember him playing in the McDonald's All-American. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. And two minutes before the game, he ran off the court. And everybody's like, where did he go? Where did he go? Where's Cam? Where's Cam? And I couldn't stop laughing. He came back and he had put a long white sleeve shirt under his jersey. So you can so, know who he is? Yeah, 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 exactly. So it was just so funny because the commentators were like, why is Cam wearing a, a long white jersey? <laughs> a, a shirt with a, a long sleeve shirt doesn't make sense. He's from Canada. He'd be used to the cold, you'd think. I was dying. And I'm sitting here like, oh, my God. And then after, he was like, so people can find me. Oh, that was very okay. smart. He should yeah. say, just so my mom can find me. Yeah, I should have schooled him. Should have. He won't say that because he's gonna say you should know who I am. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. That's pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah. at what point in her high school career um, do you think people started noticing Ariel to now being able to being that player that could possibly move to NCAA um, level? When I first personally noticed that mm-hmm. she yep. was a good player, it was actually at our um, hometown, the rec center she played for. When everybody yep. starts saying, you know, your daughter is this. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know she could play that good, you know. Yeah. And then in the seventh and eighth grade, she started getting all those letters from all those different schools. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow. You, yeah. you know she really can play to that go to that level because yep. everybody's trying to you know get her in there you Absolutely. know yeah but she had tons of letters but she didn't want to leave 
because she wanted to be home near us. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why she chose Michigan State. Yeah. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get to Michigan State. I'm, okay. You know what? It's, it's funny uh, that you're saying that because, you know, as moms, um, people always say you should recognize your kid's talent first. And what they don't understand is we're moms, right? And we're, we're bringing up these, these children. Mm-hmm. Our children to us are naturally fantastic. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's yes. amazing anyway. So when so sometimes we just don't see that talent. Right. And at the same time, if you're if you don't play basketball, how would you know that this child's level is you know what I mean, is could possibly be a professional level right. in the future, right? We just think, Oh my my daughter or son is great and we're like, Oh, that's fantastic and we think that they're great for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For the level that they're at now, not realizing that sometimes people are saying, No, 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 I'm saying we see this vision. We see your child playing on a different stage. So it's not that as moms we don't recognize it. It's just that for us our kids are already naturally fantastic, <laughs> right? I'm, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so you said that she got a lot of letters um, Mm -hmm. from colleges. So what was that process like um, for you guys as a family now to make that final decision for her to choose Michigan State? Well, I wanted to go to a few visits, but she didn't really want to go. I wanted to go to every everywhere you could find because we used to live in California so I used I wanted to go to Stanford or you know blah 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 all those mm-hmm. schools <laughs> so I wanted to go because <laughs> of the weather and, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but she decided on we went to Northwestern mm-hmm. in Chicago yeah and we we did Michigan and Michigan State. Those are the only three visits we actually did. Cause she didn't really, she says, well, Chicago's not too far. You know, I could go there, you know, yeah. but then she just said, when she went to Michigan State and met Coach Susie and a lot of her friends were up there and, and mm-hmm. she just loved Coach Susie. They just clicked. So that's right. how she made her decision to go to Michigan State. Of course. It was great. I was happy because it was only like an hour and a half, two hours away. So I could see her whenever I wanted to. And the way Ariel is, I'm glad it was close because, you know, we were up there like all the time. We might as well have moved to Lansing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good because not all parents have that option to be able to go see their kids play, right? Right. I mean, I was living in Montreal, um, Mm -hmm. Canada, and my son first played at Pitt and after that he played um in Las Vegas. Ooh, that's so that long there yeah, yeah, that's a six hour flight. <laughs> So that was far. So obviously I couldn't go all the time, Mm -hmm. but when I did, I did. Oh yeah. I made sure that I got a couple of games in, but it just wasn't that easy. Right. You know what I mean? So he would be like, are you, are you coming this week? And I'm like, really? And I wanted to. (laughs) And for me at the time, games weren't on, um, weren't, uh, weren't on TV, but I was able to find a platform online at that point now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then you had to figure out how to stream this and stream that and whether it was legal or illegal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, I did whatever I had to to make sure that I was able to see my kid. But you know what right. I mean? So and a lot of parents don't realize, you know what I mean? Like it's not easy for everybody to be able to go and see their child play or even watch them. That's true. That's yeah. really true. Because then so, he got overseas, too. 
just he did. Like yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So like Ariel, he went to Turkey. So he went to Ushak, Turkey, and she went. She was in Istanbul. Mm, okay. So just a, a couple okay. of hours away because I had asked him the distance. Um, when he was there, I was asking him how far is Istanbul um, from you, and he was saying a few hours. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so he had to play um, as well. But yeah, I'm gonna ask you about uh, her playing um, overseas um, in a sec. I just want to know first. how did the spartan nations receive her when she started playing i mean she was there for four years so let's talk about that experience because and it's good to know that you were there so many like so often so you were able to share that experience so my question is what was that like for you as a family as spartan nation fans well it was great I felt like a star myself as soon as I walked in the door. They was like, that's Ariel's mom. <laughs> I just was being silly, but for real, it was awesome. And um, we got, you know, pretty special treatment. And, you know, when I, when Ariel was playing, you know, my husband loud, you know, everybody. So, so if they didn't know we was there, they found out soon after. <laughs> But it was amazing because, like, um, everybody treated us well. They seemed all like Ariel, and it was a different atmosphere, and it was something I'll never forget in my life. It was was really sweet, and Coach Susie is the best. That's like a friend of mine. She is cool, you know, and um, with Ariel being there, they they really gravitated to her, mm-hmm. you know. They really did, and she's actually a really nice girl, lady, young lady. And um, it was just all those games. I'm right there in the front. Sometimes I was sitting right behind the bench, so that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. And Ariel used to like to like turn around and make sure we there, looking all in the stands, so she wouldn't have to look too far, you know. Yeah. And so that was that was pretty nice. I liked it. Michigan State is awesome. If they are, mm-hmm. well, it gives a comfort level as a parent knowing that your child is comfortable. Yes. You know what yes. I mean when you're when you're not there. You don't have that, is he or she going to be okay when I leave? Are they, you know, like, you know, because mental health is very important, especially for our teenagers, because they're not really understanding what's going on outside of basketball. Yes. You know what I mean? So during their downtime, now things become real for them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hold on a second. And those people I rely on, mom and dad or brother, sister and uncle and cousin, they're not there. Right. Now, now right. you're going to rely on the coaching staff or the academic staff, the, the the players, and sometimes not everybody has that same type of upbringing. Right. So that's it's, true. It's scary. That's very true. Yep. And it, then when you are, because you know, like her first year, her first year there, right before, actually, it was like two days before the first game. Right. She tore her Achilles yeah and that was hard and that does take a lot of you do need to help the player out with their mental mentality because first you're like I just got here and I haven't played the first game and I'm not going to be playing 
Yeah. Because when they called and told me that, I was in tears. I couldn't believe it. And we rushed up there. You know, she still got to wait another hour and a half, two hours for us to get there. And then um, when I saw her little face, I was just like, oh, my gosh. So now we got to help her build her back up. Right. can't actually do it at the moment because we got to figure out what's really going on but yeah that's really hard and if you don't have that support you don't have a family member or family members supporting you when you down your mental can drop down so you need help for that you do it was that Absolutely. was hard that was hard on me you know mm-hmm. on all of us you know because you work this hard you get there and then now you got to pretty much start over yeah. after you do all the treatment and all those things. And when Ariel, Ariel is funny because when she had that, that um, surgery, whatever, yeah, and she was on a little scooter in huh? Michigan State, right? She's on a yeah. little scooter. So she called herself getting off the scooter. She, she just had to go to the bathroom or something. So she called herself going to walk back. Where do we end up again? I was just going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> I guess you were forever steady going into Michigan. <laughs> but we ended up back in the hospital because mm-hmm. she fell. Yeah. Trying to yeah. be all, trying to hurry yeah. up. And yeah. I'm like, girl, slow down. Just take your time. You'll be okay. And that was that was really heartbreaking. I had two injuries and the same. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's devastating, right? Because now yes. she's done that high school level. She's moved up another notch. Mm-hmm. And now she can't play. Yeah. Injuries is one thing. Um, redshirting is, nobody wants to redshirt anyway right I mean my mm-hmm. son redshirt his first year at UNLV that's just because he left Pitt um in the middle of the season so he had to redshirt a whole year so that right. was difficult for him because he was just ready 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 to play and he couldn't you know, so they he was do able that? to travel I don't know so they traveled with the team <laughs> and stuff you know well I mean it goes with the national letter of intent and there's a whole big thing about it right because if someone's mm-hmm. giving you a scholarship you know what I mean and then your kid leaves in between you know what I mean so <laughs> So I get it. It sucks, true. but it just sucks for the kid, right? Because they yeah. don't know or understand any of that. They just want to see what's going on in the court and they want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So here my son was leaving a situation where he was clearly unhappy and now he has to sit for a year. Mm-hmm. And I'll right. never forget just counting down those days. You know how long 365 is? <laughs> days are to count, right? So, so, <laughs> so I understand Ariel's... Um, like, you know, I understand her, her emotion about the whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, injuries are devastating. And as a parent, it's hard for us to keep our kids uplifted and keep, right. them, keep them mentally stable and say, listen, you're not playing today, but you will play um, soon. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. that soon can never come fast enough. Right. But with your baby... Tell us about a few highlights, because now obviously we're talking about the her first season that she played, which was actually mm-hmm. her second season at Michigan State. Um, mm-hmm. What are some highlights um, or challenges that she faced now that she's playing? 
let's talk about some of the, you know what I mean? Like the highlights, like, oh my God, now my, God, my daughter's finally on the court. And then some mm-hmm. challenges that she faced. Oh. Okay, like um, the highlights were, she, she really scored a lot. She, mm-hmm. she did, she scored a lot of points and a lot of rebounds. She got a lot of double doubles all the time. Cause we even were gonna do like a rebound roll. Like when she make a, um, get a rebound, give out a t-shirt, but you yeah. can't do that with NCA. Yeah. NCAA rules. Yeah. And I'm not, I wasn't really familiar with it, but so we didn't do it, but I wanted to so bad because I'm like, <laughs> she's making all these points all the time. Let's give out some shirts. But um, we couldn't do that, but it was fun. She, she I don't know, she, she broke a few records at mm-hmm. Michigan State too. She broke quite a few records in three years because she only played three years she left she still graduated which people don't think she did but she did graduate and then she got drafted you know so she did it was fun yeah it was real good well, if I'm looking at my notes in her second season, she had on average 21 points per game. She played 35 minutes on average, 12 rebounds and three assists. So my girl was bawling. So <laughs> at this point, was this now her dream career to move forward to the WNBA? Yes, she was thinking about it and. She, she was talking about it with her dad more so than me. You know, I'll come like on the end on, mm-hmm. on things like that. And they decided that she would leave, you know, not do that fourth year because she's graduated and all that. So right. she, it's time for her to try to get into, the, you know, the draft. Yeah. And it worked. And she was number five, the fifth mm-hmm. pick. Yep. Yeah. Which was yep. funny to me because... It was for the Dallas Wings that were yep. originally the Detroit Shot. That's which right. Where we came from. Her hometown. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So I thought that was like really nice that she was going to Dallas Wings that was still a part of Michigan, you know, mm-hmm. part of our yep, lives. Yep. But when she made it to Dallas, I was over, you know, overwhelmed with joy. I was just. I don't know. I was there. She invited me there and I was there. Okay. So you know what? Since we're going to get to draft night right now, before I bring you back, (laughs) take us to draft night. Like what was your experience like from the beginning to the end? Who were you with? How did you guys celebrate? (laughs) Like this is a night that marked the beginning of your daughter's professional career. So how did that all come together for you, um, mom, and then your family? <laughs> okay. So, you know, we drove, we drove to Connecticut, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, okay. um, you know, she was already there. When I finally got to see her, I was like super excited, but it was just a beautiful event. And um, I don't want to get the person wrong. That's okay. Cheryl Swoops. I, I didn't meet her. I just said hi, whatever. But she was there for Ariel. And they hugged and all yeah. that. <laughs> but that was pretty cool. <laughs> but like the president of the WNBA at mm-hmm. the time, uh, I can't remember her name. Sorry, mm-hmm. the, the, the lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she was real sweet. She was really nice. And she was just awesome. 
and they just treated us, you know, mm-hmm. like royalty, you know, stuff like that. It was just fun. And the other coach was there, Coach Merchant from Michigan State. She was there. Yep. She sat at our table. And, That's um, nice. Yeah, with my husband, my son, and I think it was a someone who owned the Dallas Wings sat there with us okay. as well. And um, so that didn't give you a hint <laughs> <laughs> right. that they were going to call your baby. There's like, why is this lady sitting here? <laughs> right. Yeah, this random lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> one of the other coaches from Michigan State, Coach Mox. She was there yes. too. And um, yes, I saw my that. cousin, um, they, she came, um, okay. her Amber and um, Ariel's favorite uncle, I, his name, Uncle Tony, he was there. It was a lot of family members there everywhere. Right. So you had big support for, for Ariel support. and and yourself for, <laughs> for yeah. that night. So tell me your reaction now when you see the cameras coming towards your table. And you start getting ready. <laughs> like, I, I'm always nervous, even like now. I did a little better. I'm I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm shy, but I'm kind of shy. Okay. And so I was just like, I don't really want them to come over here by me. Just go over there with, with, with my husband. <laughs> but I did good. I did good. I played it wow. off pretty good. But yeah, when they came for Ariel... And um was and she got up. I was I was really excited for her. Aww. I was really excited. And she looked pretty. So I, I was just like, wow, her dreams came true. It's here. And we yeah. were able to live it, live it with her. So that was it's amazing. It is very amazing. I, I was looking at her video for draft night and what I loved so much was her excitement, her smile. And she was just like talking a mile a minute, you know what I mean? And what I loved about it was that you could tell she has that passion. Her heart was like, this is it. This is it. I'm waiting. My moment's about to come. And you know what I mean? So now prior to, I mean, I'm assuming she's like the WNBA. You have no idea which team um, that they're going to end up on. But did it matter to her? Like, did she care which team picked her up? Or did she just say, listen, there's 12 teams. Somebody love on me and bring me yes. <laughs> and bring me to the squad. Like. <laughs> Basically, that's what she said. It's 12 mm-hmm. teams. I'm going to one of them. Yeah. And she was happy. She was <laughs> overjoyed. I was really happy for her. I'm still happy for her now. You of know, course. she's doing well. And, um, you know, that's a night I could still see it as we speak. Mm-hmm. I could still see it in my head. It was great. Is there one part of that night that's still in your mind stands out more than anything? When she, when they gave her that Jersey and yeah. And they told her she was going to be part of the Dallas wings. That was just, that was great. It was amazing. I love that answer. I love that answer. (laughs) Yeah. So now She's ready to hit the big league. <laughs> and so tell me, what was her rookie year like? And how did she prepare for this whole new adjustment? Um, her rookie year, 
it seemed like she went to the gym a lot. She used mm-hmm. to go to the gym a lot in um at Michigan State, but it seemed like she was always, always yeah. in the gym. And she was just really getting prepared to play. She yeah. she didn't want to disappoint anyone or herself, you know. Yeah. So she's always been a hard worker when it comes to playing basketball. And, you know, even when she was at Michigan State, she'd be in the gym, in that big old gym by herself. And I'm like, where are the other players? Aren't, aren't they going to come in there with you? No, mom, I'm just in here by myself. And I used to be a little nervous because it's such a, a big place. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's the motherly part. But she and but she dragged me and my her dad and her brother up there. We were up there a lot after games, helping her practice after the game. <laughs> that's it. That, that's that WNBA focus, right? That's that right. professional basketball player in her brain saying, listen, I want to take this a little bit further. So yes. I got to do what I got to do. So good for her because she recognized early like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm I'm so good. I'm a great player. However, I need to be better and I have to better right. myself. And this is what I have to do. And you know what? That never goes unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember people telling me all the time, your son's always in the gym. You know what I mean? The other players are out hanging out and he's always in the gym. And he's he just that's his life. Mm-hmm. And I used to say to him, you know, why don't you do something else? You don't want to. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. Now I'm good. And that was his life. Like to him, that was his enjoyment. His love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, other than his Xbox, it was, <laughs> that was his enjoyment. We'll get there later. We'll get there later. But <laughs> so now she's moving to Dallas. Uh, was she, how is it for her now meeting new players? Was she nervous? Did they have any expectations? Does she feel they had any expectations from her? Cause it's tough when you're that new person, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much expectations they were looking, you know, mm-hmm. to see, yeah. but she um pretty much jailed with the girls. They Good. jailed together. And at the time, um, Skylar was more like the leader of the team. Yeah. Right. Do they do they have cap? What do they have? Just <laughs> when you have a team, who's the the one that you Oh, the captain? Look, do they have those? And, um... I I would assume so. <laughs> oh, I'm sure every team has a captain. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? A lot of teams have that that one person. Um, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't say one. Well, like the, that mentor, that person that the players look up to. Right. There's a veteran, right. right? There's a there's a veteran player. You you know what I mean? That says, okay, listen, I've been playing on this team for X amount of time, or I've been playing basketball, professional basketball for I don't know, whatever, how many years. Mm-hmm. And they've been through a lot, they've seen a lot, they endured so much. And a lot of players hoard to this person because right. it you know what I mean? Because they need that advice. It's not easy. People think that this lifestyle is 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 all about glamour and it's not. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They think it just comes with so much. I mean, yeah, all these players, they get shoe deals and all that. Who cares? It's not even about that. I mean, it, you know what I mean? Hold on. Don't get me wrong. It's great <laughs> to have a shoe deal. But my point is, is that it's not only about that mentally, right? Like, right. You just, there's just so much elements in there. So. Like Planet, <laughs> you know, Planet, um, mm-hmm. that's with Minnesota now where Ariel is. She was right. with the, the wings when Ariel okay. first came to the wings. So that's pretty ironic. It's pretty cool that, you know, they're still hanging there together, but on a whole nother team. And she's an assistant coach now. 
Yeah. You see, in the industry, it's especially the WNBA, it's so small. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. you have that network of sisterhood mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean, that will carry you through. Right. So as she's each from team to team that she goes on or plays with, um, she's always going to carry those people with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To have that support. Yeah, they're competitive on the court, but I mean, come on, that's just part of the sport, right? But after right. the game, <laughs> after the game, it's all in love, right? You know, it's right. like, this is somebody that I could speak to yes. on a on a professional basketball level. So it's good, you know what I mean? Like, I, I talk to my son all the time about that. Like, do you still talk to um, players on the Magic? Do you still talk to players when you were in Greece and in Turkey? You know what I mean? Like, do you ever keep in contact? Because it's important to always have that network of, yeah, listen, I always say never burn a bridge, eh? Right. <laughs> you never know. You never That's know when true. you're going to want, listen, hey, man, you might need these players again. And even just as friends, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So as most and WNBA players, um, Ariel played overseas during her off season. Mm-hmm. So she first went to Turkey mm-hmm. and later went to China. Mm-hmm. So with knowing that playing in various countries is a huge possibility as female professional basketball players play, does it make it easier to plan to be away from your familiar surroundings um, with family and friends? Um this is not news that a lot of players have to go overseas. So with right. knowing this ahead of time, did it make it a little bit easier with her planning? Because now she's going like, I'm going to be away from my family. Like, you can't drive. You and your husband and Juan Jr. can't drive to Turkey. <laughs> You're not an right. hour and a half away, right? So right. does it right. mindset, does it make it easier for her to say, okay, look, I'm playing WNBA for these couple of months, but after that, I'm off somewhere and I probably won't see my family or my friends or, I don't know, the boyfriend or the best friend, my BFF, right? I'm not going to see them for, what, eight months? Right. Right. Well, Ariel, she gets prepared for it, but she's so family oriented. Mm-hmm. It It is something like, that's why she makes sure she has that game with her <laughs> everywhere she goes. Because even on the game, she could play her dad, her brother. I don't play the game, but you know, it's a little bit more closeness. You right. know, you can yep. kind of feel your family, but yeah, that's something that I'm sure a lot of girls go through just just being somewhere by yourself overseas, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. and you don't have anybody to reach out to. And like you say, this being May Mental Health yep. Awareness, that's something to be aware of because you never know if a person is getting down because they don't have anyone around them, yeah. you know, at the time. Yeah. But she she seemed to be doing pretty well. But as soon as she could leave, she was out. She came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of hard. Yeah. It's really hard. So mm-hmm. for you as mom, how did you feel knowing that your baby wasn't as close to you? Like you knew you couldn't get to her right away. Like for you and your, like, how did that make you feel? Because I know for me, I, I oh my God, when my son went to Turkey, it was everything. It was everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? FaceTime and all that was, I guess, new or new for me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> That still didn't do justice, right? I would hear right. my kids play um, against each other online, Xbox. I mean, they were playing against each other before I did this episode today. So, <laughs> and that's just a ritual, right? But right. it's still a different for mom because we're the nurturer. 
You right. know what I mean? So what was that like for Cecilia? Well, it was hard for me. Yeah. It's almost like I don't even want to talk about it. Because mm-hmm. okay. I might stop. That's okay. It was hard. Yes. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's yeah. I'm sensitive. <laughs> Girl, I feel you. Okay, I feel you, and and yeah. this is why I ask these questions, especially to WNBA moms, is because most of the WNBA players have to go overseas um, to make mm-hmm. ends meet because the mm-hmm. season is so short. Right, everybody's got to right. eat. So right, that's why I was like, wow, it's just so different because <laughs> these girls start their life so late in life you like you know mm. what I mean they want to have children they want to be in relationships and all that and for a lot of WNBA players it seems like it comes later on in time because they're playing right they're playing overseas all the time that's it that's it. it's mm. all year round and as for us as moms mm-hmm. you know we look at that and we're like wow wow <laughs> like I tip my hat like I speak to my son about it all the time now and I mm-hmm. said I tell him all the time I tip my hat to you because when you were there for me, I just thought about, oh, you know, my baby, he's by himself. But I really didn't think about his feelings. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Didn't dawn on yes. me because if I did that, I'd be crying every day. But <laughs> yeah, only after the fact when I reflected, I'm like, oh my God, I really wasn't thinking it as like, I didn't reflect on it that deeply. I was so right. enwrapped in my feelings like, oh, he, but he's okay. And he's by himself. But, you know, they're looking after him, not realizing that that 15 minutes that he and I spoke very important mm-hmm. and he used to see me all the time send pictures show me pictures mom yeah <laughs> now I'm like oh my god those pictures meant everything because it's all he had yes so you know what I mean yes. so imagine your baby going to these different countries can't speak the language don't know the food and I mean yeah it's a beautiful experience but you still have that missing family you know what I mean experience as well and not every family can go I wasn't able to go to Turkey Right. You know what I mean? So right. I know you as a mom, it was tough for you too to pick up well, your family. That's like with the translator. How do you know if they actually, I don't know. <laughs> Are you really telling her exactly what she's supposed to be doing or what? <laughs> it's so funny you say that. So when my son went to Turkey, and this could be any country he was going to, it didn't matter. I used to laugh mm-hmm. and tell him, you make sure you know where the Canadian embassy is, eh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I don't right. know. I don't right. know what they're saying, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. what they're telling him. And I said, you know what I mean? They could be telling him anything. Like, yeah. eat, eat this. This is chicken. Like, oh, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful with that food. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, man, I just want to go back to WNBA a bit. Um, in okay. 2018, she was traded to the Washington Mystics. Um, mm-hmm. So what was that new chapter like for her? And let's talk about the road to the championship title in 2019. <laughs> it's been so exciting. Right. The, when she transferred to Washington, you know, I was pretty excited. She was excited to, you know, to go to another team sure. and try some new things. And um, she seemed like she really, really love that team like they got along great everybody was great especially um Mm you know that's their leader and she's she's a really nice person she really is and so you know with them winning the championship i was well was i there I (laughs) (laughs) i was at the game the game before 
for the actual right championship, championship yeah. game. I hate that I missed that game. Yeah. I didn't go to that game. But um it was it was it was awesome. Yeah. You know, because everybody was all excited. You know, they had the last game before the win. And um I was happy she got a ring. Yeah. I was just amazed that she got that ring. And that was awesome. And she was super excited. Did you see the videos mm-hmm. of her the, yes. standing all over? <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, Ariel is fun. She yeah. had an awesome time. Yeah. And I was happy for the girls that they won. They deserved it. You know, they yeah. play hard all season yes. long, right? And the mm-hmm. end goal is everybody wants to win a championship, right? But there's only yeah. one who's <laughs> going to be able to accomplish that. So it's beautiful that she had that opportunity because you have some players that play for, it doesn't matter how long, it'd be five years, 10 years, one year, and they never get it. That's true. Come close or whatever. But she was able to accomplish it, what, two years or three years mm-hmm. within her WNBA career. So kudos to her because she was a big contributor mm-hmm. to that championship, right? Yeah, that was that was great. Right. It's, uh, it's so many memorable things to, you know, write down or, mm-hmm. you know, try to remember in your whole life. And I hope she re- remembers all of oh, it. Oh, she won't forget. She well, won't forget. <laughs> That's a good idea. Hey, listen, maybe Ariel will uh, she'll write a book sometime in life. You know what? This is an, it's a beautiful thing for her to do because she will be showing little girls who want to become mm-hmm. future WNBA stars, you know what I mean, her journey. And they can appreciate right. that because for them, it's like, hey, I can do this too. And now I know I can look up to Ariel Powers, you know what I mean, this is what she did. So yes, a book is not a bad yes. idea. So, <laughs> so this year she signs with the Minnesota Lynx as she became mm-hmm. an unrestricted free agent, which opened the doors to so many opportunities. So my question right. is, why the Lynx? Like, why didn't she just stay with the Washington Mystics? I mean, they just won a championship. So why, why, <laughs> why the move? I'm not sure exactly what mm-hmm. made her make that decision, but I know she started as a free agent. You, yeah. you know, you got that opportunity. Absolutely. And like with Coach uh, Reeves, they just seem to have a real good connection. Yeah. And she said she just thinks that's the best thing for her to do. I yeah. mean, when Ariel makes a decision, she, does, she doesn't just make it. It takes a minute. She talks to, you know, she thinks about it herself. She asks her dad. I'm always laughing over this. So, but I'm like, okay, if that's what you want to do. You sure you want to go there? And I'm like, wow, you've been in all these warm places. Now we got to go to the cold. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Washington is like, you know, it gets cold. But Minnesota, whoo, it is funny. cold there. That is funny. Well, hmm. What do you think the Lynx now should expect from uh, Ariel now? I mean, I know it's new, but what do you think that they should expect from your baby? You see her play for so long. I mean, from fighting from the canal to (laughs) (laughs) that strong baby girl up into who she is today. So if someone from the Lynx were to ask you, you know, what? do you think your daughter is going to give to to us like what can she do for us like what would what would you 
What's the first thing that Cecilia would say? I would say she's going to give you her all. She's mm-hmm. going to do the best she can yes. on that court, period. And then now that she's doing what well, I seen her on the last mm-hmm. game, running the point. So I'm like, oh, okay, you back to the point. <laughs> Remember, that was her first yep. um, position right. in life. But, you know, I like when she in there fighting and, you know, making those um, shots and, you know, stealing and blocking. I love that. I love it. She's aggressive like that and she's strong will. And that's what you need sometimes yeah. to, to win. Long as nobody gets hurt or yeah. anything like that. I can't stay. I don't like that for anybody on either team. Right. You know, I don't want anyone to get hurt, but you know, I could just tell you this, like the game, um, what game was that? The first game mm-hmm. they did real good, you know, you know, they still unfortunately lost by two points, but the game was great. And then the very next day, I was watching the men's team, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I was like falling asleep. I'm sorry. It was just that boring. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not a Timberwolves fan? Okay. That was funny. It's not that I'm not a <laughs> No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying a difference in aggressiveness. Yeah that was played you know they the women are like exciting yeah you want to see it the, the men they got the you know the dunking mm-hmm. but if you're not dunking why are you not doing that enough let's go back to the women yeah. WNBA watch them go take go look at some film with them and then you come back and play <laughs> you know what I find women play so hard and that's what I love about it when I look yeah, at the NBA, yeah. I think they, you can see the heart and soul. I mean, I'm not taking anything yeah. away from the NBA because, you know, I mean, I sit there and I watch plenty of NBA games, oh, but I do, yeah. I do see the difference. And for me, it's just the way women play. Just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I'm watching them charge to the basket and I'm like, yo, like it's, it, these girls are balling. Yeah. Like it's just different. <laughs> just different. I'm not taking away from nobody. At all, NBA or WNBA. I love all of it. But I was just saying, you know, because it mm-hmm. was so close together. And I was like, why oh, they sure. not? Maybe because it was the end of the season. Yeah. And they just didn't put a lot into it. Yep, that's okay. You know. um, so Ariel is not only making waves on the court. She is also doing the same within the eSport community. Earlier this year, she signed with Team Liquid and is now their brand ambassador. Yes, yes. One of her goals is to empower women as streamers within this platform. So what got her into gaming and how did this all come about? Gaming started, um, I can't remember remember her age. It was very young. Mm -hmm. And her dad had an xbox first mm-hmm. no a playstation 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she wanted to learn how to play and so he started teaching her and this and that my son mm-hmm. he was still the youngest but he caught on and so he they moved to xbox so he went and got her one and him one he had three xboxes wow in the same house <laughs> So she loved it, picked up on it, and just became a part of her too. And like when, you know, she's overseas or whatever, she mm-hmm. could play her dad or her brother. Right. So that was kind of cool. They could play Absolutely. each, 
you know, as a team. And so that's how that gaming came about. And I just was like, wow, you know how much this one game costs? Mm-hmm. And you got like a hundred of them. <laughs> you need to tally that up. <laughs> well, she went on record saying that you used to play. <laughs> so tell me, mom, were you that influence too? <laughs> she said no. my mom used to play and then she stopped. And I can't remember the game she said you played, but I had to laugh when I read that. 007. Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) The Nintendo. That's the old. I said, I need to go get me one. They ancient now. Yeah. That's what she said. My mom used to play Nintendo 64 and she she started me out on playing it. And my mom stopped and my brother and my dad and I continued. So so really, it started with you. (laughs) <laughs> I think she probably was watching me because my kids always been right there yeah. around me somewhere <laughs> real close yeah. <laughs> so that's probably how if she said it was me because I never would have thought it was me but yeah she takes that gaming system everywhere everywhere yeah. she goes just like the basketball and the gym shoes the gaming system goes mm-hmm. comes along with it but now she got a case and everything yeah so she that the gaming system has its own luggage oh of course <laughs> of course you know th- listen those gaming stations are very important i mean i remember my son left um his first college and he was coming home because now we were looking for somewhere else for him to go and they lost his luggage and he didn't care about the luggage he did not care his clothes that were so expensive for me did not care he was losing his mind because they lost his playstation wow i know and i'm worried about the jordans he was worried about the playstation so i feel you when you're saying (laughs) when you're saying that ariel brings her her game everywhere she goes but i just love this platform um and the fact that she's an ambassador and yeah. she was talking about women in gaming and you know what I mean? There's like 40% of women are gamers and I don't think a lot of people understand that. So good yeah. for her for bringing that platform to light and you know what I mean? Like putting something forward and saying, listen, women should be respected for doing this as well because they're out there and they're gaming. Yes. Yeah. I, I'd love, I actually watched her. You did? I did. I watched her stream. I did. And I, <laughs> I did. I did. She impressed me. She really does. She's funny because she just schooled me on that earlier mm-hmm. today because I'm like, you know, what What exactly, you know, is are you doing with Team Liquid yeah. and eSports? Because right. you yep. know, they're connected. And she, you know, I knew she was a ambassador yep. or like the chair of, of That's right. Um, yeah, but she's a chair of the um dei um it's um let me let me let me find my little note (laughs) diversity equity and inclusion right and it's so that you know you don't feel like it's male dominated Mm -hmm. and um uh what else is it (laughs) just is not male dominated and it has nothing it's for everybody right it's for every individual. Absolutely. It's no, you know. So she's she's doing really well with that. Yeah. You know, and I'm proud of her. And um, 
all the things that she's doing. I guess that has something to do with that other question you you were going to ask me eventually uh, about what is she going to be doing um, after basketball. Mm-hmm. It's more like she'll be a part of that, just doing that. You know, she's already started her her life for after basketball so i'm proud of her yeah she's doing a good job so it's good to know that she already has something in her mind that that's you know what i mean it's starting now professionally Mm -hmm. and then it's going to move forward and she's just going to always have that with her right so it's good because i mean there's always going to be life after basketball right people are going to right you know what i mean our players it's great Mm -hmm. but once they're off the court what what's their life really going to be about? What are they going to do? And it just seems like her platform is so meaningful because she's bringing mm-hmm. light to women in esports, And that is a good thing. Right. You know what I mean? Because I never knew, I never knew much about it. I mean, I see it, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't me. For me, it wasn't my first love. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, whatever. But then when I started reading about her and I was like, oh my God, like this really is interesting. And I never knew so many right. women are gamers. You just say, oh, it's all about men and you go about your business. And I was like, 40%. Oh, my God. So when I was listening to Ariel talk about that, now I'm digging. And now I'm looking. Mm-hmm. And I actually sat there and watched her as a streamer. And I was like, <laughs> all right. All right. Your baby taught me something new. So thank you, Ariel. <laughs> so tell me, what's been the biggest challenge with raising a basketball player? And, of course, I want to know the most rewarding as well. <laughs> The biggest challenge with uh, raising a basketball player is like all the all, like the AAU, mm-hmm. all the practices you got to go to. You got to go to all the traveling teams. Yep. Sometimes you got to have. Well, I know a few times I had girls with me. You know, taking them and just spending your whole time doing what she wants to do right you know you pretty much change your whole schedule your whole life you know and like a couple times that where I couldn't go to one of her AAU team um games um we flew my mother out there so she could go right because Ariel loves support yeah she's family oriented period so if no one's there that kind of make her feel some type of way sometimes Mm -hmm. so you know my mother used to make up for what me and my husband right if we couldn't go right so that was enjoyable time for her too but you know that's pretty challenging also because I'm like oh well I can't do this for my son today because I have to do this for area and you know you got to remember you got a brother you know but yeah we had to make a lot of sacrifices and stuff but um yeah it was it was worth it yeah it oh was for worth sure it. eh like you know what that investment in time that we put mm-hmm. is so it's so important and especially when we see how it lights our kids faces up you know what I mean? when they're like yeah. mom and dad or brother sister they're at the game and they're there and they're supporting me because they're my biggest fans and stuff you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's and it's nice because not everybody has that luxury of having their family with them you know what I mean have, that's true I had a lot that's of people true. that would tell me I didn't have no time to go to a game because I had like four jobs Right. And that's just the reality of it, right? <laughs> Sometimes, like, I was never at any of the games, you know what I mean? I heard all about it after the fact, and it's mm-hmm. something that some of them regretted after, but you got to do what you got to do. And yeah. then we had some mm-hmm. others, moms that were like, I was at every single game. I couldn't miss it. My boss knew too bad, so sad. My baby's on the court. <laughs> See you, bye. So... <laughs> 
you never know <laughs> what the dynamics are, right? And right. Uh, getting up and rushing them to school and then to practice and then to a game. And oh my God, it's like you look at it like 10 years later and you're like, wow, my <laughs> role as a parent, you know what I mean? Now, when you see Ariel play, always think about what you and I are talking about now. All those times <laughs> right. you got to rush into the car or however you got her there. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's your role. And it was beautiful that you were able to get there. So I always tell moms, you know what I mean? People should really appreciate us for what we do because it right. started there. At the end right. of the day, right. they couldn't drive themselves. Now, I wish my son was 11. I could say, take the keys and go. Just like, you know what I mean? Like, don't run people over on the sidewalk. And just, <laughs> I'll be here because I don't want to go to your practice because it's boring. But <laughs> sucks. But. You had to go. So <laughs> Right. Right. So because <laughs> we had so many late practices, mm -hmm. you know, like when after school and all that. And we used to go um, you know, pick up some fast food or something. Mm -hmm. We had did that so many times. My kids say, Mom, please don't go to the fast food joint. I said, Well, I'll just try to cook y'all something when we get home. Cause that's how yeah. late we would be out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you, oh man, I remember having some early, early morning practices or some late night practices. And I used to laugh, you know, sometimes when they say, well, the practice is at 10. I'm like, 10? And wow. I'm like, and I used to sit there and say, y'all can't be that good if they're only giving you the last gym spot available. And I used to laugh about it. But I mean, it wasn't true, but it was just funny. I mean, who has little kids playing at 10 p.m.? Like, they got to go to bed. I got to go to bed. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> ridiculous. That but, is really late. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's NBA material now, so. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> right. practices. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were now to sit back and look at all of her trophies, her medals, think about her Nike endorsement, her accolades received to date, mm -hmm. how do mm -hmm. you best describe her career up until now? Oh, gosh. Um, the best it could be. Amen. Love it. <laughs> Love this the best, and and now she's with um Jordan too, mm -hmm. also yeah, the Jordan brand. So that's right. She's doing she's doing well. Like when you know when she first got to the WNBA, I just wanted to do everything. I wanted to have her name on everything you could see, just anything. And yeah. you know, I didn't know exactly how to go about that. And you know, a lot of people were you know coming at me. Of course. You know, had to like you know try to figure it out and not make anything go wrong right but like i i did have one thing for her um with dallas i'm sorry okay. <laughs> with dallas i um i had got some t-shirts made uh, um some little bracelets and something else i made two different type of bracelets, and i just gave them away i gave them all away oh, that's so awesome her and you know everybody it was it was great I loved it you know I did that on my own but that's something I wanted to do right it's her first year and I want to express it and it it was it was nice good for you yeah yeah. <laughs> I love that as a mom, you know what I mean? We're so proud of our kids and their accomplishments and we go out and we get all these wonderful things, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> one of my best friends, she used to make um her and her family would go see my son play. Mm -hmm. And she made chem shirts. <laughs> wow, that's nice. And my nice. son is like, "Oh my god." 
he didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and we went to see him play Team Canada and mm-hmm. his stepmom, um, oh, my son's stepmother is like the best ever. Like God loved Julie. And <laughs> her employer loves Kim. So they mm-hmm. made shirts for us to go see him play. And everybody had this team cam shirt on Aww, and we're all sitting uh, in the stands nice. we're all waving the flag we're all excited he comes out and he's like <sighs> <laughs> we had it like t-shirts and tank tops oh yeah we were happening yeah and i'm like this is because we love you right <laughs> yeah he was like what was he thinking yeah yeah yeah. the whole gym knew we were there and they had they, they knew who we were there to support because well yeah, his name was across all of our chests in the back and everything yeah, so. <laughs> so that's cool to me i like yeah, that yeah, yeah well i can't wait one day to go to a lynx game and i'm standing there and i see ariel powers shirts flying across the gym i'm running <laughs> First, I'm going to look for you, and then I'm going to be looking, all right, wait, I want a shirt. So <laughs> so tell me, what's it like being a courtside mom to Ariel Powers? To Ariel? Yeah. It's like one of the most exciting things in my life. Yes. I love it. I, I, I used to be a little sad if I couldn't make the game or something, and um, I just always want to be near her when she's playing, yeah. and I I just like the fact that when she knows I'm there, she'll look in the crowd yeah. and try to figure out what seat I'm in. Yeah. And, you know, I'll wave or whatever. She'll wave back, you know, so Aww. it's kind of cool. I, I really do like that. It's nice. Oh, it's nice. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I brag about her now. You should. I didn't used to at first. I didn't. I didn't know. Now I'm like, yeah, that's my baby. That's right. Look, you want to see her on my phone? I'm about to show you video. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> so I love that when people talk about her. Are you her mom? You know, when when I started going to watch my son play at UNLV, and this goes back to what you were saying, where the fans accept you as the parent as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was thinking of a previous games where it's just like, oh, this is Kevin's mom. Nobody cared. So now yeah. I'm going to UNLV and everybody knew who I was. Mm-hmm. So I used to say to him, oh, my God, now I'm going to your games. I have to dress cute and do my hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got, let me be busted in peace. Yeah, let me be busted up in peace. Nope. Everybody's coming. Oh, my God, you're Kevin's mom. I'm like, what? Who does her hair to go to a basketball game? But now you got to look cute <laughs> as mom because everybody knows who you are. You know what I mean? Just in case you have that camera moment. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, that was my reality. Yeah, yeah, And at first, I'd be like, he couldn't find me in the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. So then I would hold up a Canada flag. Mm-hmm. By game three, everybody had Canada flags up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody was, and I remember once forgetting my flag. And one of the women there, she's like, oh. <laughs> How dare I, the Canadian lose my flag or forget it in Canada. And she came and she she brought me one. And through the whole game, we were showing this flag. And yeah, so needless That's to say, nice. yeah, but my son couldn't find me because, well, everybody has Canada flags in Vegas, right? So <laughs> so let's do some fun facts now okay. real quick. So what is that go-to dish that you make that she absolutely loves? That is very hard. Because Ariel, 
she loves everything. Oh, nice. She does not have a favorite, but the one dish I could say would probably be spaghetti. That's the one dish because she even likes it a lot. She makes it. I'd rather eat hers. (laughs) She makes it all the time. But she's so easy to please, Mm -hmm. you know, like, but she never had a, like, favorite, favorite dish. Right that she wanted so but it seems like i'll just say spaghetti that'll be our answer that's a good you know what (laughs) that's a good sentiment because at the end of the day that just shows that you cooked everything bomb so she didn't have a favorite because everything (laughs) you put in front of her was great so that's that's an awesome answer so hmm, i already think i know what you're gonna say but what was the one item other than a basketball that she couldn't live without well, you know, I know. That's why I'm like, I know why I asked you. <laughs> so, yes, we get it. It's the her game. game. Yep, her game console. All right. And it's great that she still can't live without it to today. Right. So I just love that. Right. Trials all the right. way up. You know what I mean? So she moved along with the consoles. You know what I mean? You come out with whatever her PlayStation one, two, three, four. And she's <laughs> she's rolling with the times. I love that. So. But you know what? With the when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. the pandemic, yep. she was in China, and she came home, but it hadn't like been realized yep. around all of us yet. And she was going back, so she didn't have to go back. And her game was in China. Wow! Because she was only coming home for like one or two days. It was like a real quick. Yeah. So that was kind of rough. Oh my gosh! That her game was there. But, you know, someone made her a brand new game. Wow. So that was that was a plus. But, you know, when you used to something, yeah. then you can't even get it back. Yeah. Period. You know, it's it's gone. Well, so, she's lucky she had that that yeah. person that was able to do that for her. Lucky her. Yeah, yep. but I'm just glad she came home and was was healthy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, especially <laughs> with what was going on at the time. So yeah, right, that was good. right. So, did you have a childhood nickname for her? And if you did, what was it? <laughs> it's not bad. I just call her Boo. Aww. I just call her Boo all the time. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's okay. I call my youngest son Boo. So, <laughs> but you know what? I used to get a little mad with other people was calling her that. I'm like, wait a minute. That's my, that's what I'll be like, excuse you. (laughs) Ariel, please. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It's not bad though. No. Okay. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah. When you start calling her that. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, no, no, no. (laughs) So now we want to ask some advice from you Mm -hmm. for our listeners. What okay. tip would you give a mom who has to deal with a coaching decision that she doesn't agree with? Ooh, with the coaching yep. decision? You're sitting there watching a game, coach is making a decision, there's a mom sitting next to you losing her mind. <laughs> like, what do you tell her? I just, all I can say is you just got to take a deep breath and deal with it because yeah. it's nothing you can do that's between her and the coach and hopefully it works out for the win yeah but I understand how it could be upsetting and you know 
I've I've been there. Yes, mm-hmm. I have. I've been there, and I've heard them like say something to her I didn't like and yeah. stuff like that. But that's like how we go to work. That's her job at the time. We can't intervene with that. Yeah, but it's it's pretty rough. <laughs> it's rough. It how did rough. you deal with it? How did you deal? <laughs> yeah. So I had to learn to mind my business. Yeah, because I, yeah, I'm not afraid to say what I think, but then I realized you're not the coach. Right. You're not the coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sit down, Wendy. Like, don't say anything <laughs> and just mind your business. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah but That's t- a good question, though, because that's a hard one. That, it is. Really you want to bite your tongue. You you see <laughs> something. And then I would laugh and I'm saying, listen, I used to play basketball, but at the end of the day, Nobody hired me to play on the, you know what I mean, to, to coach this team. So who am I to sit there and put my two cents in? You know what I mean? Or, <laughs> yeah. But I had to learn to mind my business very quickly. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was very <Yeah>. hard. <laughs> so what advice would you give to a player about how to deal with a tough teammate? A player? Yeah. How to deal with the tough? Well, uh, like, are you saying as far as tough on the court or off the court? Or just, just their personality. All of the and, above. Uh, Ariel <laughs> comes to you and says, you know what? So-and-so, this player is giving me a hard time. Which happens in every team. Absolutely. It's going to happen. So what would be your advice to her? The advice I have for her is like, you know, as long as it's not truly affecting you, just ignore it. Yeah. It's hard to ignore stuff. It truly is. Yeah. You can say it quicker than you can use it. Amen. But um, a, a tough teammate, especially if they're like a veteran, mm-hmm. you got to really be careful yeah. and you don't want them to get you traded or get you sat down. Yeah. So you got to be careful in what you say and not feel bad at yourself yeah. because you didn't take up for yourself or whatever however right. you, whatever you're going through. No. Just try to do it as professional as you can. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah. Thank you for coming on Courtside Moms and Thank I'm looking you. forward to speaking with you in the very near future. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. I'm done, baby. I do it naturally.